Listening to the Coffee Hour, I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It's Wednesday, April 22nd, right? I just realized it's May next week, and April is going to be the month that just didn't exist. Because <laughs> I don't know where it went. <laughs> it did move along quickly, didn't it? With all it did. Kinds of busyness and lots of time spent on computers and um, lots of changes. And that's one mm-hmm. of the things we're going to address today. Like, try to remember what day it is. I do know this. I do know that it is Administrative Professionals Day. Ah, so yes, it is. That, thank you to our administrative professionals, especially to all those behind the scenes folks, especially to uh, Sydney and, and Jenny and, and Stephanie, who's hanging out, uh, keeping things running, uh, a lot of the equipment running for us in the, the studio, and, uh, and, and all the people who are answering phones and taking calls, whether they're in the office or doing that remotely. So thank you so much to all our administrative professionals. And I, it, the team at, at KFUO, it's really kind of unique because we all – handle so many different administrative things. So it's really like staff appreciation day. We appreciate everybody um, and, and all the volunteers too, who are a part of KFUO as well. April mm-hmm. is national volunteer appreciation month. And uh, because of all the, the changes and stuff, we didn't get to do our whole series on that yet, but uh, we'll, we'll bring that back. Eventually we'll get to mm-hmm. cover those stories, but it is, um, it, I think it's Wednesday, April 22nd. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin. Thanks for supporting the Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. So joining us this morning, Pastor Brady Fenner at Messiah Lutheran Church in Sartell, Minnesota. If you were listening to Sharper Iron, he was just on there rocking the study of Romans this morning and uh, gracious enough to stick around um, to help us figure out what day it is. Pastor Fenner, thanks for being our guest <laughs> on the Coffee Hour today. Oh uh, Yeah, good morning. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Happy he Easter. is risen. Yeah, uh, risen indeed. And actually, oh, I was yeah. looking at it, today is also Earth Day. Is it really? Oh, that's right, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, so happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, <laughs> happy Administrative Professionals Day, happy Man, what April else could happen 22nd. Today? Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what else we could pack into today. Uh, you know, pa- Pastor Finner, it has been, uh, first of all, how are, how are you, how's your family and the folks at Messiah in Sartell, everybody doing okay? Every, everyone is, everyone is fine. Yeah, we're, uh, each day is a gift, and I'll get into that a little more later. But my family, I have four kids, and they're all doing online school. And and uh, the church, you know, just calling a lot of people and um, pointing them back to the Word and, and trying to do the best you can where you're, uh, where God has planted us, and that's where we are. Thanks be to God. Well, I, I was recently designated homeschool PE teacher. I'm not doing a very good job of it, but uh, was that part of your duty as homeschool teacher as well? Are you designated PE teacher? Um, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where my, my kids are not always excited to listen to me, so I just go and do my own PE. <laughs> <laughs> we well, put out some, some, 
some you know significant things during uh, this pandemic our schedules have changed kids are are learning online lots of us are even college students are learning online all the classes have moved to online lots of meetings have moved to online our routines have changed our habits have changed that's impacted our vocations greatly um but it's also impacted like schedules and calendars and how we keep track of time and how we mark our days uh, there's no soccer schedule, no swim school, no commuting, really, for many people. <laughs> for some people, there is. For you know those people who are on the front line, the healthcare workers, and and those folks who are, are working in grocery stores and other places that that are still um, very busy. That, you know, it's it's probably even busier than usual for them. So our regular schedules, our regular routines, are kind of upset. How you mentioned some of the things, how it's it's impacted your home. How has this pen, pandemic impacted your vocations as husband, father, and and as pastor? Yeah, you know, um, it's turned everything um, literally upside down. And one of the one of the things I find myself, as you guys are are saying almost every day, is what day is it again? You're asking that question every single day, even even on Sunday mornings. I mean, the day that I'm because I we do everything live on Facebook or YouTube at my church, and so I still have a routine of that schedule, but still I don't even know what day it is. I you know the whole routine is off, and you ask, okay, it's this day. Okay, what do I normally do? Do I Okay, I got to drive the kids to school. No, no, I don't. Have Bible study in the morning? No, no, I don't do that. When, when can I work out? No, I don't do that unless it's nice outside or something. And in Minnesota, it's still 40 degrees most days, so it's really not a fun experience. Um, I'm a track coach typically, and that's just gone. Like the season is, is gone, and so you have a whole different group there. So the question is not necessarily what do we have going on tomorrow at all. It's more, okay, what is this craziness? You know, now I'm, as you said, you're helping your kids with schoolwork. My wife does a little more than I do on that. Um, the question right now really is almost every night you go to bed, you ask the question, did I do enough? Am I doing enough? And you see that in the church where you're asking, am I contacting the right people? And you're praying continuously. Um, for for the members who are maybe anxious or or they've I think of people in my own church who have lost their jobs people who are are worried literally to even walk outside their door have anyone even um, drop off something because everybody is now um, everybody now is a possible person that could infect you and so that's how your world has really been turned upside down we're not shaking hands we're not hugging we're not seeing grandparents we have all the time in the world. And we're not able to hang out and be with those of whom we love, at least not in the same way that we were. And so that's affected the church and how we function, clearly not worship together, um, trying to figure out new technology. That's a new vocation, um, trying to, to contact everybody and, um, and to try to be a patient person when you can't go anywhere. And that's, and that's, and that's why we pray for our parents, because it's, it can be a very trying time. We pray for marriages. All those things go into my mind, and it's just, I put it, it's a, it's a mess. It really is a mess, and Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, near the beginning of this, I don't know, after the first maybe two weeks of being at home, I think, uh, I, I came to this realization that it's it's this weird mix of of having this time and seeming like I'm not really doing anything because I'm home all the time, and yet at the same time being so busy trying to still work um, and then grocery shopping is is more difficult and taking care of the house looks different because we're here all the time and then spring came and we have to mow the lawn now and it's like all of these chores even 
the things that we do normally do at home, even all of that looks different. And it's, it's just this weird space to live in and a weird thing to wrap your mind around. How much do you think our lives are or have been until this point, maybe um, governed and structured by all of these external things uh, that may or may not even have spiritual value? Right. I mean, if this if this is on anything, it has definitely made us rethink our priorities, and it's mainly um, in a faith sense that our tons of our idols have been completely destroyed. I mean, our golden calves mm-hmm. are just are just gone, and the reality is, I don't like it. I mean, I liked my old idols. I liked doing those things. Like, for example, I liked that I was like, you know what? I need a break. I need to go watch a three-hour baseball game. And many times I would do that, and I will neglect other important things in my life, you know. Um, I coached track, like I mentioned, and, and I thought, I need to do that or else I will not be able to breathe the next day. And the reality is, I'm still breathing. Um, <laughs> I need to work out at the gym every day or else. I mean, all of these things have exposed. It's like uh, when it talks in Scripture about the light, it exposes those things. My summer vacation plans, I mean, I thought... I have to go to New York this summer. Well, clearly, I don't want to do that now. Um, and all these things just show you um, the idols we have, even the things that we justify and say that this is very godly. Like, for example, for us, we're probably going to have to cancel our summer servant event with our youth, and, and we were going to go. We usually go to the inner cities and do a lot of work there. And, and I'm realizing that, yes, this was good, and it was godly, and, and God was blessing it. Well, at the same time, there's a certain component to it that I was doing it more for my own glory or we're doing it for our own glory to prove that we're doing something um, more than I ever want to admit. And so it's, it's a tough time. Um, it's exposing things. It's bringing us to our knees. And, and, uh, and we pray that God would help us to lead a holy life as we go through this, um, even better holy life, to glorify him and to give him all, all, um, give him all the glory. So what then does God teach us about, um, you, you certainly gave us a, a clear picture of all these idols that, that have consumed our time, our thoughts, and, and taken up our schedules. Now we're sitting here um, with, with many of those um, either taken away or at least the mirror to show us uh, how they were um, so important to us. What is God's word now? Uh, what do you have for us in God's Word to teach us about ordering our days? Yeah. Um, first of all, just like you said, is the reality that um, God's God of order. And His order always points us back to His peace. I mean, you, you think of creation, and there He is. He creates the world in six days, and what does He do the seventh day? He rests. And so he gives us that order, not only of how we should rest, but he shows that he's a God of peace, that, that's, um, um, that he points us to how he is the one who does all the work. And everything has a logical order with what he does. Ten Commandments begins with love of God, extends the love of the neighbor, and that gives us an understanding of how can we do that? How do we do that when things are crazy busy? How do we do that when we're fearful? How do we do that and all those things? And he gives us a very logical order, and usually it involves our vocational life. Um, it always does. Our vocational life of asking the question, who has God given me right now to love? Um, and you ask the same questions over and over again. And this points us back to his plan of salvation. There's always an order of him showing his promises, even beginning in Genesis 3, all the way through the Old Testament, and even to the point now in Easter, 
where Jesus shows the order of salvation and he shows us the order of how we are to have peace now when Jesus arrives to his disciples and he says twice, peace be with you. And that's exactly what he shows us the order right now is that he's going to work in his peace through this. And to kind of step with that is Romans 8 where God is also going to work good. That even with all the questions and the anxieties and everything, that in Romans 8.28, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for all those who are called according to his purpose. That, um, that there's good things happening. I mean, I'm having more conversations with people about faith than really ever before. Um, that, that, that the people are um, um, with their families, and that can cause some anxiety, but also opportunities. That you look at John Krasinski's YouTube channel, I don't know if you guys have seen this. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, some good news, I think, is the SGN. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's wonderful because, one, it's really simple, but, two, it's showing all these good things that is happening. And as we as Christians would say, this is how God is at work in the world. So we have to remember that promise that he's always at work. And finally, that this is a season. You know, Ecclesiastes says, for everything there's a season and a time for every matter under heaven. That this is something that is not the end of the story. You know, this is a season. And he's given us this race to run. And for whatever reason, this is the race. And so what do we do? We run with endurance, looking to Jesus, the, the author and perfecter of our faith. Oh, thanks be to God. And he is the giver of all those good gifts, as you pointed out. We're all out of time, Pastor Fender. And thank you so much for helping okay. us know right. what today is. Uh, <laughs> it's not just Wednesday, but it is the day that the Lord has made. Thank you so much, Pastor, for being our guest this morning on the Coffee Hour. Always good to catch up with you, Pastor Fender. Thanks for being our guest. You as well. God bless you. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to take a look at the uh, a great article in The Lutheran Witness and the apologist, the great apologist, St. Paul. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Oh,